0: Today's guest is a gift, and I cannot wait to share our conversation with you. Today I have Vinny Sturgeon on the podcast, and he is an Austrian musician, artist, and educator, and his bio is absolutely fascinating. He's won prestigious awards, he's written compositions for the Tokyo Olympics, You know, he's been signed to indie and major labels, he's supported by giants like Red Bull and Polaroid, and some of the things that he has been up to are absolutely fascinating. For the past 20 years, he's taught, coached, and inspired hundreds of students to explore their creativity and experience the transformative power of music. So if you're looking for a delightful goal, if you want to take up a hobby, today's episode is for you. We've got you covered. We are going to talk about the benefits of playing a musical instrument such as the ukulele. We're going to talk about mindfulness and focus, letting go of perfectionism. Y'all, it is a fascinating conversation. So let's do this. Do you wanna feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. In the last house that I lived in, we had these neighbors that threw the most amazing parties, like out of this world parties. And one of my favorite memories from a party that they hosted involves ukuleles. So it's <laughs> Hawaiian themed party and we had this amazing Hawaiian cuisine and afterwards they had rented out over 30 ukuleles and they passed <laughs> out the ukuleles to their guests. They had an instructor there and we got a quick instruction on how to play the ukulele and then we sat and we played You Are My Sunshine. All together. And it's like this (laughs) beautiful memory that I have strumming the ukulele poorly with my neighbors, with my community, and just feeling like how amazing is it to just be together and sharing this moment. So I was just absolutely tickled and excited when today's guest reached out to me and told me about the work that he's doing with the mindful ukulele method. And so I'm so excited to welcome Vinny here. Vinny's an Austrian musician, artist, and educator, and he lives the most full, interesting, and creative life. So welcome, Vinny. Welcome to Plan Go Plan. And you know, tell me your story. Tell me <laughs> a little bit about yourself.
1: It's so nice to be here. Thanks, Danielle. Beautiful story. Um. 30 people playing the ukulele sounds really fun were you really drunk or was it was it like before
0: i think that we were mostly sober which is even more impressive <laughs> but i don't know maybe some people were sneaking some drinks
1: in <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, beautiful so my name is Vinny sturgeon as you said oh. and i grew up in the austrian mountains and uh, i've never seen sound of music everyone uh, asked me oh do you like sound of music have you seen sound of music the film
0: Oh, of course, of course.
1: Uh, no one in Austria did so, and <laughs> one of my projects is going to be. Actually, it's my wife's idea. She, we want to reenact The Sound of Music just by people telling us about. It.
0: I love that. I love that. Yeah, in in the U.S., The Sound of Music, everybody performs in a high school play at some point.
1: That's yeah, hilarious. we no one in Austria knows it. But that aside, I love to do multimedia stuff uh, as an artist. So I did. One of my recent projects is called 12 Photos, 12 Tracks, where I send a camera around the world. It came to the United States as well. And then I wrote an album inspired by those 12 photos. And The people had just one chance of making a photo of a place that's special to them. And then I performed it with my band. Or I did a thing called a Monday evening bathroom sessions, where I played the number 12 of the U.S. Billboard charts for 12 weeks performing it in my bathroom.
0: In a bathroom? Um,
1: uh, in my bathroom, in my bathtub, yeah oh that's, <laughs> that's cool sound, that's good sound in there um or in the past four four years i worked in a prison in southeast london where i taught music production and songwriting to young offenders it was just a way of making them better at communication accountability adaptability and i also have a band called shiny brain crayons that i write songs with and where we celebrate creativity and that i tour with and Then also, as you said, I'm the founder and the owner of the Mindful Ukulele Method, which is my very own teaching method that I developed in the past 15, 20 years with a lot of my students. And it's all about reducing stress, finding balance, connecting the body with the mind in a very fun way.
0: I love that. I love thinking about how we can use art or how we can use music to connect to ourselves and you said like and reduce stress which gosh we could all use oh yes (laughs) Um, so I know (laughs) that one of the things that you really believe is that people can find purpose through creativity or through learning a new skill that engages or immerses them in creative acts and so that's part of the reason that you developed this program like how did you come up with this tell me a little bit about your journey to finding this mindful method
1: okay cool so for me music and creativity has always been this very special almost a sacred holy place even in times when I when I went through hard periods in my life it was always this place I could always go there it was always mine so I always protected it and it's like it's one of the main things I protect him and I always want to keep this nuggets of beauty alive and when i started to teach i also found out okay hey for my students as well this can become a very special place where they can connect to their inner selves and like it's it's a place of self-discovery it's a place of just being and exploring in a very non-judge judgmental way and and then i also found out like i did lots of at the beginning, I just introduced some breathing exercises. Then we started to do some little meditations together within the lesson when they were learning ukulele or guitar or piano, because I teach a couple of instruments and I found that the impact of the lessons was so much greater and the deepening of the learning, like the effect, the connection was even stronger. A lot about what what I'm doing is fostering my students' confidence, because a lot of people, they think, ah I'm too old, or I'm not good at music, or I'm not good at art. It's just for some people who are good at this. And it's also a bit the spirit of our times where we have the perfect selfie culture. There's an app for every aspect of life. And I just found that it's so beautiful if we connect mindfulness with learning an instruments and it's just very basic stuff, but it really, really helps people to connect with themselves. And then also, even if it's just one lesson a week, it radiates into other parts of their being, their, of their cells, because they get this experience of, oh, I can do that. And it fosters a more reflective mode generally as well. And it helps them to be more present.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know I've been trying to reteach myself the piano. So I played piano yeah, nice. and then I played clarinet. And I, I tried studied to think-
1: clarinet as well. So oh, as I, well.
0: I like clarinet a whole lot. I haven't <laughs> played in a long time. The last time I tried, my mouth is not, my mouth yeah. is, I need to rebuild those muscles because I was just spitting everywhere. <laughs> you know, I, I really, I really like the way that. To kind of teach yourself to play again, you do. You have to pay attention in a different way. Mm-hmm. And there's not like the capacity for me to be worrying about work while I'm also trying to like hit those notes. What do you think it is? You know, as a theater practitioner, I notice some of these same things that mm-hmm. there's something about art, there's something about music that helps people connect to their inner selves. You know, do you, having done this and done this work with a lot of other people, what do you think it is about music that helps people connect with themselves again?
1: What I would say it's music or art or ju- just being creative, creativity in any part, like be that in, in a specific art or it can also be in parenting or business, whatever. Creativity makes us humans human and it's our most amazing thing as human beings that we can be creative and very often in life when we have to pay mortgages or um, just life takes over we forget about that amazing pool that's always there like it's you just need to tap into it it's a magical space it's a place where you like when we kids we we just explore and we are very curious about things. And once you open that uh, space of curiosity again, it really helps you to just gain a new perspective th- that you always had, but you forgot about it. And through just engaging in it and trying, trying it out with, without any judgment, again, you get to a place where you just rediscover the beauty of doing things and it always sounds a bit woohoo when i talk about it but it is kind of woohoo because it's 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 magical and then you also explore your senses in a very active way you listen you you touch something you even the smell of a guitar or of, of instrument you engage in all those senses and all those things make it just a very good way of exploring yourself again in a in, in, a, in a new way again
0: i love that yeah and it is in sort of the digital age too, to get yourself to connect to your senses. That isn't just your visual, you know, I think we're so visual in our culture right now that to tap into touch, to tap into smell, to tap into sound, is <laughs> uh-huh. you know, it does ask us to slow down and pay attention in a new way. I really, really like that. So, so many of my listeners, they're working moms and they're juggling a whole lot. And many are dealing with anxiety, burnout, you know, probably some mental health issues. So how do you think playing the ukulele could affect their mental well-being? You know, can it really help you reduce anxiety or improve your general Mm -hmm. mental health?
1: For me, it's like I have a a, a couple of uh, really hardworking moms uh, that, that are my students. So I can really connect to that question. If I think about them. It's mostly about by creating uh, a dedicated time for yourself where you, you solely concentrate of something you enjoy and you, you, you have your own little time you can stop the noise for, and even if it's just for, I don't know, like when you practice for five to 10 minutes a day, when you grab that instrument uh, for them, it's okay, now I'm going to do this or even shorter, if it's two, three minutes, play a couple of chords and then go, go back to what's what needs to be done it's it's again this pool of energy that you can tap into and you gain a new perspective that you didn't have before you you experience okay hey i can do that oh i feel my body i feel my inner curiosity being jump started and it gets you gets gets you out of your head for whatever time it is and for for my students that i think about they Their lesson once a week is just a really sacred space. Everyone in their family knows, okay, this is what my mom is doing. We're not going to interfere with that because it's important to her. And then you come out of this place and bigger problems suddenly can seem a bit smaller because you stopped, you can stop these thought cycles or this problem cycle. It's, It's just like a reset button. And for a lot of my students, that really is a place where they they just stop and it stops the noise and then they come out of it and and think oh yeah now let's let's just start again let's let's get at it again but it's a place to calm down to just focus and have because I do it mainly online with my students so even that it's it's a thing between us it's like it's a connection it's the meditation it's the listening
0: I love that it sounds restorative you know, yes, that,
1: that's a good word. Yeah. Yeah, English you're... is very good, Daniela.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> good. You <laughs> know, I, I mean, I think that it's, um, you know, even as you're learning a new skill, you might think about like learning a new skill. It's like taking a lot of energy and, and it can. But I also think that there is this restorative nature of it that um, is it, it gives you energy. It brings energy to your life as opposed to taking it from you. One of the things that you mentioned a couple of times is, you know, playing and practicing without judgment. Do you find with your, with the people that you work with, do you find them struggling to practice without judgment? Is there ways that you help them through that?
1: Yeah, that's a a beautiful question. And you just hit the nail right on there because that's uh, one of my main things that I actually have to do to, Tell people, okay, it doesn't matter. Like We're learning something here and um, you got to give yourself all the time that you need. And it's by doing that, you cultivate a way of approaching other things. It's like habit forming. One little step at a time. And like, thinking again about another student of mine and she, sometimes we, We don't do a lot. Maybe we just even play a couple of of chords and her progress is very slow, but it doesn't really matter. It's not about how fast you can get from A to B. It's all about showing up and being present alone. That skill and that habit that you create there will change so many other things uh, in other areas of your life because it radiates out. It's suddenly when you then speak to other people or when you talk to your kids talk to your wife or husband suddenly your way of listening uh is different that's what they told me
0: i think about people that struggle with perfectionism and how much a practice like this could really be a good way to learn to let go of that
1: let go of i myself how old am i now uh, i'm 39 <laughs> during my 20s or maybe even into my mid 30s I struggled with that quite a lot myself uh, it always had to be like this and you had to be like this and especially as an artist when you have a vision of a project but but it kills so many things it kills the love of the process very often you you might uh, notice your, yourself as um, when, you, when you do theater or any kind of art and so many beautiful things happen if you just show up and also in the theme of your podcast, you plan, you have a couple goals, but they're not set in stone. They're like moving. Everything is mm-hmm. moving all the time. And like you say, learning an instrument or learning any new skill can be sports as well. If you give yourself the time to just go in your own pace and don't compare yourself with anyone, it's so fulfilling. And it's like you say, like letting go of the direction is a whole new life energy that you... That you can discover and it's beautiful
0: yeah so you you worked with people from all different sorts of walks of life could you tell a few stories from the transformations that a couple of your students have experienced mm-hmm.
1: like i said i worked with people from all socioeconomic backgrounds from prisoners to senior citizens from ceos to people who are less fortunate I, for I have one, one student of mine, he's a really hardworking CEO who works like 16 hours every day. And he comes to me once or even twice a week, twice a week. And for him, it's like when he started, he was very, very stressed, uh, obviously, as you are, if you worked that many hours. And the longer he did it, the more uh, important those lessons became to him. Because it was again uh, a sacred hour once a week. He switched off his phone, and it was just us uh, learning how to breathe again, and being in the moment, and very slowly building up some skills, and then enjoying enjoying that he can play his five favorite songs now, which he always wanted to do, but he never could because life got in the way, and then he got a, a job that's a very demanding or I also with some some moms who work a lot who have kids i don't have kids myself but i have lots of friends who have kids and i always think okay it's how, how does this work how can you make this work because it's <laughs> insane and so i also have lots of respect for people managing to raise kids and and again for them it's an important hour a week where they just switch off we breathe we meditate we play some music we love a lot and also maybe some other people i worked with like from the prison this was kind of really an amazing experience for me because it's at the end of the society no one wants those people and they were uh, younger kids and for me that was very fascinating to go in there and so i didn't know what they uh, i didn't want to know what they did and this is me coming in, the guy with a funny accent, and they grew up in a council estate in London. But instantly we had a connection because uh, of music, a thing that we both love. And so we learned so much uh, from, from each other, which I do with all my students. So I continuously learn new things. And for them, it was just, it was fascinating to see how they, again, building confidence and they, I maybe was one of the first persons in their life who said, okay, Hey, well done. You, you're good at this.
0: Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a lot of ways, you know, just letting people connect with their own humanity and saying like, Hey, you're a, you're a person and you deserve to stop working for a little while or exactly parenting and like, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, just be for a bit and make something beautiful and put it out yeah, there yeah. in the world. Yeah. And, and, you know, with, with the prisoners, you know, to sort of recognize, Hey, like you have this within you to be able to make this. And, and I'm going to show up and like make space for that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it, yeah. It's really, really lovely. So if, if my listeners wanted to connect with you, if they wanted mm-hmm. to, you know, grab a ukulele or it does sound like, can you do this with other instruments as well?
1: You can do it with any instruments. The main thing I picked ukulele was that, the threshold of entry is quite easy it's like if we have our first lesson by end of this first lesson you're going to play your first song that's going to make you feel amazing with other instruments it's just a lot harder but like ukulele is cheap to get or everyone has it in attic uh, one or sometimes more
0: oh i know uh, i think we have like two hanging out
1: <laughs> so if people want to check it out uh, they can go on uh, Gold blend dot mindful ukulele method dot com and they can download a free four part mini course where they learn their first call it's with videos you just have to sign up for it and then i'm gonna send you some videos and i'm also doing a 12 week coaching program with like i have a small cohort of people i don't do it with loads of people just always when i have spaces available and You just find uh, information uh, on a website. And by the end of it, you hopefully have a calmer mind. You're going to be able to play at least five of your favorite songs and have some tools that will help you to create moments of reflection and magic. Yeah, you will love it. I have so many nice students that stay on for longer. It would be nice to meet some of you.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is so wonderful. Thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for sharing your gift with us. I think (laughs) that one of the things that is really important to me with plan, goal, plan is that people are able to manage their time so that they can have space for moments like this and so that they can prioritize moments like I'm all about like delight and finding Mm -hmm. Time for things in your life that delight you and so this was absolutely delightful so thank yeah. you so much so
1: Mitch. nice to meet you thanks for having <laughs> me there
0: <laughs> thank you so much if this podcast has inspired you guided you or just made you laugh the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on apple podcast i'm seriously tickled every time that i hear from you all so pop on instagram and follow plan goal plan and digital message me i want to say hello I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.